Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here's my tell the truth from this city council. Here. All right. A lot of the blame or a lot of the attention since this became public yesterday that, that J.B. Smiley, the incoming council chair, um had put in this resolution to add a you know a board seat and then you know a board seat to the to the whatever the auxiliary services foundation essentially he wants seats. the city yeah he wants the city to have a say in what's happening at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium even if it's giving up ownership of the stadium as part of this deal um and i will say this i think my <laughs> My biggest takeaway from all of this is that a lot of the a lot of the attention's been focused on him and this resolution and I think Memphis fans are justified in being like what the hell are you doing here trying to stop this? Like what do you do? Like what are you trying to do here doing this? But I would also say this after being in the city council meeting. There's more blame than that to go around because ultimately part of why he is upset or why I shouldn't say upset Part of why J.B. Smiley is trying to get in the middle of this is because they basically were told at the last second two weeks ago about this deal. And essentially, let's be honest, like three entities carved out this deal. Jim Strickland, Fred Smith, and tangentially the University of Memphis. Like that's, that's who was involved in getting this deal done. And I can understand frustration from the city council that they were not informed. However, the thing you took away from this meeting is that I don't get the sense any of them really have a problem with the actual deal as much as they just have a problem that they were like out of the loop on it, essentially. And J.B. Smiley, who is the I think it's important to point out the incoming chair of the city council. um, He feels like they feel like the city council feels like. That well, some members, some members feel like it wasn't just that if this was a one time deal, it'd be one thing. But this is something that happened has happened repeatedly. It sounds like where the city administration doesn't properly involve the city council. And so I can understand that. But largely, I think all of them are acting like frankly, like selfish, kind of. Like, they're not thinking about the city. They're thinking about power. They're thinking about, you know, leverage. And they're thinking, they're not, they're, no one involved in this seems to be thinking about the city as much as they're thinking about 
hey, we need to establish the city council's power with a new mayor coming into town. Or from the mayor's perspective, well, I don't want any pushback from the city council, so I'm going to spring this on them and like kind of force it down their throats. Like The way this has gone about, to me, the larger picture here is an illustration of why the city is kind of, a, you know, feels like it's kind of a mess right now. Because, like, you've got these en- two en- these entities who uh, I should... Wouldn't, I wouldn't stop at the city. <laughs> let's, say, let's say the American government policy yeah, process. But, like, you just... It, this, is, this was a meeting about the stadium deal. But to me, I'm sitting there and I'm going, this is a meeting illustrating why the city of Memphis is not getting things done right now. Be, like, in gen- not just the stadium deal. Yeah. Just, like, by and large. Because you've got these people who aren't... Like, again... I don't get the sense anyone thinks it's like a bad deal. There's some quibbles here and there, you know, little things they want added on, whatever. But by and large, everyone seems to think it's like a pretty good deal, it feels like. Their problem isn't with the deal. It's with they didn't get to have a say in the deal. And while everyone, again, is pointing their frustration at the city council for raising that issue now, part of your frustration should also be with the mayor and the mayor's office for not for miscalculating worth morgan it's the city councilman i thought he made the most sense up there to be quite honest um my former bus trip partner for road games yeah he he basically said like this was a political miscalculation by the administration and you're watching it on watching it unfold before us but once we take a step back and look at this deal like it is ultimately I believe Chase Carlisle used this phrasing too. It's a sweetheart deal for the city. Ultimately, they're coming off of a bunch of expenses on the Liberty Bowl that they, you know, like I think Jim Strickland's administration has said, ultimately, they'll probably save two to $4 million a year on this. I think they've said in a document $4 million, but like there's this debt service that you know, one of the contentions of the council was as part of the deal right now, um, the city would still have to pay the debt service on the building, even though the university owns it and they want the university to pick up the debt service. And there's some con- confusion about whether the university is legally allowed to do that. And it can, you can get into all of these semantics with it. Um, but ultimately, um, I think it's understandable that a city council wanted to get a heads up and be able to like really study a deal before it has to vote on it. I think that's understandable, ultimately. I do think that's understandable, but this is what I would also say in response. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't get the sense that's their actual frustration. No, I think the what was made clear in this meeting was J.B. Smiley in, is using this issue as a way to assert his power entering his chairmanship of, you know, as he enters as the chair of city council and setting a precedent with the new, trying to set a precedent with the new mayor, like, this won't fly with us. This happened under Jim Strickland, and it's not going to happen under like he's using this as the issue to kind of put his foot down. And I like again, I don't have a problem with that, other than it feels disingenuous in that I think no one actually ultimately, when push comes to shove, no one's going to have a problem with the deal. And why the deal will ultimately go through, it's just going to delay. This is just all going to delay everything. Yeah. So there's a couple of things here. First and foremost, I guess I would start with. I would start with this basic premise. Fundamentally, as a citizen, I do not enjoy the thought of three people come, you know, three people in the secrecy of the night Mm -hmm. craft a deal and 
it just goes by without any oversight. Mm-hmm. To me, like that is like, that's a way where corruption starts to happen. Yeah. So I understand from a fundamental perspective that mm-hmm. that case where I have the overall like why I found this to be extremely aggravating. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at if I'm looking at the events of today, I always ask myself, what's the motivation? So with JB Smiley, like I, I think you've kind of laid out the motivation of when I'm when I'm in charge, they ain't gonna fly like this. All mm-hmm. right, that's fine. That's that's his prerogative. To your overall point though, of who who is motivated to do right by the city, the three people that made the deal of the three, two I know. One, this is Jim Strickland's legacy. Mm-hmm. This stadium deal. Well, I think there's it, his legacy ah, is a little more complicated than phrase, that. He hopes that this becomes his legacy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a little but, more complicated no, than that. But in from I'm talking about his motivation. Yeah. So he's going to be motivated to get a good deal done. What's Fred Smith's motivation? It's basically to pay for everything we can't do. And, and so I just look at it in terms of who has the best interest of the city at heart. It's like two of the three there. I know they do. And with Memphis, it's like, well, I think they have their own best interest at heart. I don't really see that that competes against the city. I think I think Memphis is almost like kind of they're innocent. along for the ride. They're, innocent, they're along for the ride. They're innocent bystanders and all. Like they're take. I think even even Worth Morgan said it. Like he's like kind of like the university's taking shots here from the council when really it's not directed at them. It's more the, the council is upset. Not at Fred Smith. Not at the university. They're upset at the mayor for doing this without involving them. Right. Which I would also argue, okay, I'm not an expert in mayoral law, Mm -hmm. but it's like he came back with a good deal. Yeah, I still think if he, it's the fact that we are having this discussion on air, the fact that that committee meeting just happened means the way he did it was not right, ultimately. And that's why I said, like, you can express your frustration right, at the, at the a, city council. But he's not a dictator. Yeah, I know. But like he should have he should have calculated the fact I guess that these is, city council members is, are gonna be a problem. This would be my and response. I should maybe I should maybe involve them more than I did. This would be my response. Why didn't he involve them? No, no, he very, they made a clear decision that this and like ultimately, again, I don't think I want to make this clear. I don't think anything I witnessed today at City Council made me go, eh, this deal's not gonna happen. All it did was make me go, eh, this deal's going to get a little muddied and might take longer than what anyone wants. But nothing I heard today made me go, this deal's done. Like, the, the, the city council's going to make this go kaput. They might even approve it later today in an hour or two. My guess is they'll table it for another two weeks or something like that. But, again, we can argue, I guess this would be the bottom line that I have. We can argue the semantics and whatnot. It's Again, Jim Strickland was not able to just Pass this through. But in the end, the problem fundamentally that I have with all of this, in the end, it's like they're supposed to work for us. Mm-hmm. That's the point. And, I, and this, in the end, was the best solution for the city. And yet here we are because in the end, it probably wasn't best for certain people. Mm-hmm. Here we are arguing about this. When I thought, so it's interesting, Fred Jones and Steve Earhart were there. Fred Jones, the 
founder of the Southern Heritage Classic, and Steve Earhart, the executive director of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, were there. And I thought Fred at the end, Fred, as after they all did this, Fred towards the end um, wanted to make sure he got the point across. And he's like, we need to take a big picture view of all of this. What's going to be like? He was basically like, y'all, y'all may be mad at the mayor, but like, what's going to be in the best interests of the city? Because it was made very clear, I think the Southern Heritage Classic and the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, much like the city council, were also not involved in any of these discussions. Like, they found out like the rest of us, ultimately. They, however, are taking a bigger picture view. Both Steve Earhart and Fred Jones were like, we, wel- you know, we support this money going to the stadium. We support what Fred Jones, what Fred Smith is doing, what Fred Smith and his family are doing. Like, they're, while they might have little, it, like they are, to me, they are the ones who are conducting themselves properly here. Like they have little issues with stuff. Like they want, you know, like neither of them have a long-term contract right now. And they want like, whereas like last week or two weeks ago, the university said, like said out loud, like we are going to honor whatever commitments to these other entities that use the stadium. We're going to treat them at, like they have been always. And all they've said is, like, we just want some written assurances of all of that. You know, like, we want, like, you know, we want a contract. You know, like, Fred Jones, the Southern Heritage Classic contract runs out after this coming, this coming bowl, this coming Southern Heritage Classic. Like, the he wants to know how. The 2024 Classic. Yeah. How is that next contract going to be negotiated now that this, presumably the university is going to be the one negotiating it with him, not the city. You know, like things sure, like no. that, and you can understand that. Does his date change? Yeah, yeah. Like, like what yeah. date does he have? Sure. What what you know with the renovations? How what parts of the stadium are going to sure. be usable for him? Things like that. What's available? But like ultimately, like they're not standing. They're not going to stand in the way of the deal getting done. You know, like they're they they want. You know, ultimately they see this for what it is, which is maybe not a perfect way out of this situation, but like. The most feasible one people seem to have been able to come up with. Um, and I think that's where we will arrive at eventually with everyone involved. But today just showed it's going to take a little time. Take a little, take some, there's going to be some politicking going on a little bit over the next couple of weeks, probably. And I think in the end, that's the depressing aspect of it because the more and more you think about it, it's like, what's the motivation of putting up a fight? Well, the motivation, it seems to be, is like, who's going to get credit? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the council bruised ego is they can't take a little credit. And when you're in the game of Mm -hmm. what's the scoreboard say on my sheet, uh, did I do this? Like That seems to me to be a big motivating factor. Like I, I just... And then the other interesting part of all this is then the discussion became larger. You know, it was, it, it was, it started to become, you know, like Martavius Jones. Was, and another thing. Yeah, Martavius Jones was like, well, why? You know, he went back to the questions we were, you know, kind of the quandary we were in back in September of, well, why should oh, we wait, give? Do, do we dust off the old playbook? Well, yeah. Why should we get, why are the Tigers getting the money? Should we, shouldn't we just give all of the money? You know, like, shouldn't we take care of the Grizzlies first? Because they're the one that can leave, and out of that, I thought this was this is like one of the few like interesting like really true nuggets that came out. Chase Carlisle, this is according to him, said um, that Chase Carlisle said essentially that they need two hundred million dollars, even with this deal, to satisfy what the Grizzlies want ultimately. And they have, as he put it, they have three years to do it before the Grizzlies start exploring options, is how he phrased it. Which I had not heard it phrased like that on the record before by, uh, by any sort of entity, by any sort of politician or, or leader, if you will. Yeah, okay, if, if, you wanted, if you wanted to specify that, but I mean, Sam's story, I mean, lay that out. Like, we, we've talked about it on the air, like... Yeah. I think conservatively. Well, we've never heard like two. Like we've never heard a city official on the record sure. say we need two hundred million dollars in the next three years to satisfy the Grizzlies and the NBA ultimately. Yeah, I guess the I, I'm fine with that. Never hearing a elected official comment or a public official comment. Yeah. But if you were doing the math, you knew that that was going to be about the amount of money that they were going to need. And that, and again, I think these are all legitimate questions that they're asking. Um, and that's why, like, I think they are legitimate questions. I question the motivation for why they're asking them now, but I think they are legitimate questions. And again, it's why I go back to, like, you can focus your anger on the city council, and I think it's justified if you're, like, a Memphis fan pissed that they're tying this up. But, like, it's also on Jim Strickland for not reading this situation better, ultimately. Like, it, it is. Like, you, like, it's yeah, very clear I mean, I, they I, have I, some say in this because they can kill, they ultimately have the power to kill the deal if they want to. I guess they like, shouldn't, I, but they I, have the power to. I understand, but I'm also not going to be like ignore human experience. Mm-hmm. And I find it hard to believe Jim Strickland in year one would have operated in this fashion. Yeah. My suspicion is that, but it just goes, it goes back to like, this is not how a city should operate. It's not. It is not. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, how many other cities can you say that for? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, you're right. It's all politics, but it just I, to me, it just this is a stadium issue, but it's really like becoming like a future of the city issue. And like one, very clearly, based on the comments from Richard Smith when he made this donation, the comments that are being made. So, like this is this isn't just about FedEx Forum or the Grizzlies or the University of Memphis. This is like kind of about the future of downtown Memphis in. To take that further, it's also about the future of Liberty Park or whatever you want to call it. Sure. And, like, in a lot of ways, because of that, it's really a discussion about the entire future of the city. 
And yeah, I guess the biggest problem that I have is like, you know, if it's all successful, the city comes out ahead in the end from tax money, like additional tax money, whatnot. Like, well, part of that's a little unclear in the sense that like they have to take on the debt service, which is like 28, 29 million as part of this deal um, over like a, a pretty long period of time. But it's. I think you're right, ultimately. That, I, know, like, I know this to be true. The city will not lose money by handing the stadium over to the no, university. No, and I think ultimately they I think ultimately they will come out net po- they'll come out net positive. They're they're putting out numbers that say they'll be like four million net positive. I'm guessing if you add on the debt service, it's a little le- it's less than that if you factor that into it. But nonetheless, I think it's a good deal for the city ultimately. Um, especially when you, you consider know, that it's supposed to it's supposed to help you with the Grizzlies too. Here's how you know it was actually a good deal. Mm-hmm. In the end, even the even the members that had problems with the process, if you will, mm-hmm. they're like, "Yo, the, we got to take the deal." Well, that's not true. Not all of them necessarily. Oh, you mean you mean the city council members? Yes. I don't think I don't think all of them are saying that. But like, but I I'm think there are members. That I'll are say like, this: I think my gut tells me there's probably enough to pass it through. You know, like I think. I think because ultimately, again, I don't think JB Smiley is doing this because he does. He opposes the stadium deal. He even said um, he even said he held up. He held up the resolution at the end and said, I'm not sold on any of these ideas. Hold on. Is there anyone out there that wants the city to hang on to it? Because let me ask this one question. Mm -hmm. How they done with it? Yeah. Bang up job. Stellar. A plus? No, if anything, they've done. They, it was laid out kind of how much maintenance they've done over the years, a little bit, and like how basically one of the you know, like right now the debt service, for instance, on the building is not because of like some big renovation. Obviously, if you've been there, there hasn't been a big renovation. The debt service was like six or seven or eight years ago. They had to do the locker rooms. They did the lot that locker rooms part of it, but most of it is apparently like basically By like way, was it locker rooms or locker room locker room it was just the memphis yeah. locker room that was like two and a half million that was like four or five years ago but even before that they had to do there was like some federal law that came down and they had to make the thing ada you know like it was like handicap accessible they had to do a bunch of stuff sure. to make it ada except like all the debt service that they're paying now is on that and like you don't have to do like it let's say Chase Carl, I made this point. Let's say 10 years from now, the AD, you know, there's another thing they sure. got to do. And they got, you know, like there's more code. That's on the university now if they take ownership well, of it, not the you, city. You also get rid of this whole, whenever you go into the stadium and you're like, why didn't somebody take a power washer? And yeah. then you get school officials, this city, this city. And then this, then the, like, it's very obvious who was in charge. Unlike at that this point. situation, we'll have, we'll be very clear who to blame. Correct. <laughs> and let's be real. What's the most important thing in the United States of America? Identifying who we can point the finger at. Yes, exactly. Um, Find a common scapegoat. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in about an hour or so. If they, I, I, my sense is this is going to, again, I don't think anything that happened today is going to kill this deal. Um, it just might delay some things. Um, but. It is it is it is an interesting dynamic because I don't think I do think the deal needs to be scrutinized more. I do because three as you put like three three entities or three people whatever it was shouldn't be determining something like this. It, the city council should have a say. Like you know, okay, but I guess this is the problem that I have with that. They do have a say. Mm-hmm. 
today. Yeah. No, no. Voting. Yeah. They have a say. Yeah. The problem is there seems to be an argument with the mechanics of it. Well, they feel they were not like they basically right, but like, they, to act as if to sit there. and It is disingenuous to say that they do not have a say on this. They do. That's why you were just down yeah. there. Yes. And there I think the point they were trying to get across is like, you know, for instance, like they're finding out new details on this deal every day. Like, for instance, when they were there two weeks ago, the university, I, I guess, laid out um, if let's say the university at some point wants to wants to buy, wants to sell back the stadium. Okay. When they came two weeks ago, it said, they said when they, you know, when this deal was presented to the, to the city council, it was said, it was said that basically if that happens, the city would just get the, get the stadium back for a dollar or whatever, you know, whatever you had to do legally to give it back. The Dave Portnoy. Um, but in the letter of intent, there's apparently a seven page letter of intent, um, that they got sent later, it says actually the city has right of first refusal on like like basically that the university could so sell it they to, sell someone, to else, someone else. Yeah. They'd get right and then that's like, you know people are buying up stadiums left and right across the country. But yes, well, continue. well, they someone would buy it for the land, not for the stadium. They someone would some someone would buy it to knock it down. It would be it would be attractive for that possibly, but no one would buy it as a stadium. You're right, and frankly. I don't think. Then the point well, that I'm was sure that gets into zoning. I'm sure. Well, the like, point that was made to the point that was made in the council hearing is like ultimately like there's got to be some level of trust between these entities. Like the university is not going like they're good. Like the city and the university are partners in not just this but all sorts of things. And like, are, do we really believe the city of like the University of Memphis is going to go sell this to a third party at some point in time? No. No, I mean, but. I don't know. I, I guess I, I still just get, like, frustrated when everyone's like, there seems to be this common thought that the arguments that were presented today by Smiley and by Smiley in particular, like, Mark, you hear stories in Congress where they get some 600-page bill and they have to vote on it in six hours mm-hmm. all the time. Everyone's acting like this is a unique set of circumstances. Well, as even your boy Worth Morgan put it, as this was presented to them, quote, as late as legally possible. And as he said, so that I was heard, a, all I heard was legally possible. That was a huge political miscalculation. That was what he said today. Even And he was the one who I thought was the most supportive of like, guys, come on. This is a good deal. Like, let's just we just got to vote this through. Ultimately, we might be up. These are ultimately I think it comes down to this to me. These politicians need to separate these things as two separate issues. There's one issue of the stadium deal, and there's one issue of y'all feel like Mayor Jim Strickland, you know, is has kind of run over you and kind and does things in a way that you don't like and doesn't give you hasn't right. given you any say in what's going on in the city. And this is my it's trying it, to kneecap your say. And, well, in the and end, to me, those are two separate issues. And funneling the stadium deal into it is both short sighted and ultimately like. I don't know what you're gaining from it if you're, for instance, J.B. Smiley. All you're doing is, like, creating people, a bunch of, a faction of people who could vote for you, potentially. Whether it's, I don't think he can run for city council again after he starts this term. But, like, you know, he ran for governor not that long ago. Like, it it doesn't, I don't think he's going to get whatever he wants out of this, ultimately. I don't think, you know, I don't know if this is ultimately going to give him power as the chair of the city council. And again, I don't think it's going to stop the stadium deal from happening because I don't think deep down anyone wants the stadium deal to not happen. 
again, I keep coming back to the crux of everything. Is this deal good or bad for everyone? Yes. The, frankly, the only person it's bad for is Fred Smith because he's out $50 he's million. He's out $50 million. <laughs> like, I mean, like, if we're going truly like that way, the only person who really loses something meaningful in all of this is is the Smith family. They lost, they're losing $50 million that could go to something else. They're gonna just going to give it to this project. All right, I wanted to ask one more question mm-hmm. before we move on. At what point does the grizzly silence? And I know they've had a statement here or there. Yeah. At well, what point does the grizzly silence start to become like, well, that's, why, why, what, what are you doing here? What are you up to? Well, yeah, I think they've decided that is, for them, the politically best move. Um, I don't think it's a political thing. I think it's a leverage thing. Do yeah. you want to get back to the whole, which is, it? this is why I think everyone else is also so just completely fed up with everything mm-hmm. in general, is you're watching everyone just try to play, like, they're trying to play the apprentice. Like, who can make the best deal? Well, and yeah, who can make the best deal? And it's like, and then you got like, you know, ultimately like, yeah, I guess the Grizzlies can move. But like, as Chase Carlisle laid it out, like you got three years to figure it out probably still. Like, yeah, but the problem is it seems like everyone agrees the best plan of figuring it out is going back and asking for more money. Yeah, oh yeah, they're going to, I mean, they're going to have to. Um, but, the, you know, they'll probably, they got three years to figure out some other avenues. Now, at the same time, like, you know, at a certain point, I think politicians in Memphis is difficult because, like, what you've seen – I was talking to someone earlier today, and what you've seen with this – even with this debate, I wasn't here for the for the, the great Grizzlies debate, if you will, when the team came uh, to town. The yard signs were electric. But, like, ultimately, what when push came to shove, anyone who got in the way of that Grizzlies deal ultimately got run over, right? Wouldn't you agree? Um, No. Uh, no? Willie – Willie made sure that it didn't ever go to an actual vote. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it ultimately, people got, you know, like, whoever I was opposed. I they got run over. Like, it just got bypassed, correct. essentially. You want to um, talk about actual dictatorship. <laughs> and um, that's sort of what's happening here, it feels like. And, again, it might, like, doing that and getting the Grizzlies here, I think, you know, when you look back at it in retrospect, maybe the means weren't great. And how it was done, so stuff got bypassed. But like now, in retrospect, twenty five years later, like feel pretty good that the Grizzlies came to Memphis. You know, like it worked out pretty well. Well, anytime you try to make bringing in a professional sports team a economic question, the answer is always going to probably be probably wasn't but, worth but it. I but would, like that's the, the, you just can't base it on. I that. do think city officials need to not operate. Like you need to get a deal done with the Grizzlies. I do think the city needs to stop operating out of like basically their 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 default stance right now. Everyone's in the city is like fear of the Grizzlies moving, and I just think that like I don't I I, I don't buy that they're going to ultimately move. I don't buy that they want to move. I don't buy that the that it would even be easy to convince the NBA to move. And I hope, and this is what you're talking about, like the Grizzlies silence. Like I hope. You know, that ultimately a deal that is like, like they can come to a deal where like, you know, that's not made out of fear, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the problem though is because I don't, I, I think personally, like if I was running the city and people would not want me to run the city, I'd probably be taking the position right now of like kind of calling the Grizzlies bluff. 
So, but I, that's I, not necessarily, that might not I, be the right call, but that's I just tend, my gut tells me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.